Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman, and I'm here with a past podcast guest, Amy Lee Mercury. She's an author. She's a media personality. She's an expert at dating and relationships. She wrote the book about it called The Spiritual Girl's Guide to Dating, right, Amy? That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back. Um, we're right around that Valentine's Day mark again this year. And I wanted to pick your brain about relationships, but in a little bit of a different way. You are so smart about relationships. And I wanted to get right into ways that we can cultivate some self-love, which I believe is the precursor to a good relationship. Go. Hit us up with all your wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. You, you're, I just love the way you talked on the first podcast about finding and keeping our great relationships and our soulmates. And so this time I really just want to talk about how to cultivate a strong relationship and really some self love. Self love is like my pet project of all time because I just think it's the key to everything. So I'm really glad you're asking about it. Um, cultivating self-love, I think, starts with the way we talk to ourselves. So that means internally. A lot of times, many of us have this running narrative of what is often called negative self-talk. Oh, I, you know, my stomach's sticking out or I don't like how my hair looks or this or that. We we all feel it. I mean, I think it's natural in the societal construct that we have. But our job is to bring awareness around that and say, okay, so that's something I'm doing. I'm noticing it. And now I'm going to try to be conscious of it and bring some awareness. So when I think, oh, I don't like how my stomach's sticking out, then I could stop and say, wait a minute, actually... I love myself and, you know, I'm really proud of my accomplishments. I'm really proud of my choice to be kind in my life, whatever it is. And just start being conscious, getting conscious of what we're saying to ourselves and how we're thinking. That's step one. Next, it, it transfers over to our actions. So what am I doing that isn't loving to myself? I am, you know, making myself do this obligatory thing that doesn't feel good and I get a headache after, or, you know, whatever, bringing our awareness to that and then unraveling those things. So then doing things that are about honoring who we are, what we want, and what feels good to us. Um, and then taking that to the next level it's not just reacting to life, but then taking action in our lives and consciously doing things that demonstrate our self-love to us, to ourselves. So Valentine's Day is a great opportunity to, whether you're single or coupled, treat yourself like you would treat a treasured lover. You know, list out three Valentine's treats, even if they're the week of Valentine's Day that you're going to give yourself. When you do that, even if you do have a husband or a significant other, wife, whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, you have more to give. Mm. You know, if that week you're saying, wow, I'm going to really celebrate my love for myself by 
uh, getting some new nail polish and doing my nails a fun color or, you know, by taking a really nice walk on the beach or taking Saturday afternoon to just meditate and then, you know, go swimming or whatever you like, you're filling yourself up. All these thoughts, words, and actions give you a consistent message that you love yourself. That in turn can help you create an environment of emotional safety. And that spills over to a happier work life, a happier love life, a happier life in general. So that's my little cheat sheet. I love it. So it's pretty simple, really, three things. And so if we start with realizing and being conscious of the thoughts that are that are there, the self-defeating, yeah. um, how what is the best practice for becoming aware of those thoughts? I think it's kind of like a process of training yourself. It's almost like having a mantra of notice my thoughts, notice my thoughts, mm. you know, and see when we do that every day. A, a good time, I think, is in the morning and at night, you know, when we're getting ready for the day. That's a time, that's a key time when we might have those thoughts of not thinking that we look, you know, the way our society is telling us to look or, you know, mm. we have some time to think. So bringing awareness then is really key and trying to be positive. A really nice way, I think, to, to do that in the morning is we have a mirror right there ready to assist us. So what if we have something posted on that mirror? Good idea. That tells us, you know, I I really love myself. I care for myself. I treat myself with kindness and respect, whatever resonates. And then we have that posted in, in our environment. We see it every morning. And then we can even take that to the next level and say it mm. to the mirror. And we might laugh. I mean, it's like Stuart Smalley on Saturday Night Live. I get it. But affirmations are powerful because our cells hear what we tell them. So if we tell ourselves, I am happy, healthy, confident, and fulfilled, we look in the mirror and say that to ourselves, our cells are literally going to program to that vibration or frequency. I mean, it, I think it's honestly this kind of school of thought and these practices can be used as almost like a healing technology. Mm, yes. Affirmations. Louise Hay, if you read You Can Heal Your Life, she oh. she really uh, started that whole affirmation, uh, got on that affirmation bandwagon. I feel like uh, meditation is a such a great tool, even like three minutes a day, if you just train yourself to sit with your breath for three minutes, observe the thoughts, don't give any judgment to the thoughts, um, and see what what does come up for you. I think that's another way because like Deepak Chopra says, the, um, the space between the thoughts is yeah. what we want to really cultivate because that's where we can become aware of the um, the messages that we're giving ourselves that are so crucial to our our self-love. And then when we go on to the next level and you you talk about not um not doing things that that aren't in alignment with our our right. core. 
Um, what are some examples of, of that? You know, I yeah. know for me, I can give an example for me, and I don't know if this is what you're thinking about, but oh. I've recently decided that I don't want to do, I used to do a lot of commercials and um, right. spots for things that I wasn't necessarily, necessarily in alignment with because, uh -huh. and you know, that's what I do. I'm an actress and, but now I'm really, I, I want to promote the things that are, that are in alignment with my soul and my my core values. So that's yeah. why I'm doing this podcast, Happy Healthy You. So what are some other examples of ways that we can not do things that are not in alignment? That's a great example, by the way, what you've shared. Um, you know, one of the prime times that comes up for people in my practice is the holidays because there's all of this family stuff happening usually oh, for right. people and it's kind of a hairy time and our presence is expected and sometimes we're tired. You know, it's also a season where people actually need extra rest. Traditionally, the winter was the time when we would go inward mm -hmm. and yet it's such an outward season. So a great example of that is the party you feel obligated to go to, you know, if there's a way to not do it or do it for a shorter time. And a really concrete example is like kind of the cliche example of people trying to get you to eat, you know, holiday food that you don't want to eat. And yeah. I, I was actually shocked to learn that so many people will do that like will literally sit there and eat something when their body is saying no don't eat that yeah they're so afraid to be rude or to offend anyone but yeah yeah that's it's, a great example it's not okay to be rude to yourself mm. so there's a way i always go is it kind and is it true and that's what you can look at so it's kind you can say kindly to somebody Thank you so much for offering this. I really appreciate all the time and effort you put into making it. It looks so beautiful. Yeah. I actually just ate, so I'm just going to pass right now, but thank you so much. How could you say no to that? You're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, if you say it kindly, you really mm -hmm. honor when people are trying to push food on you, they're saying, hey, I want to give you nurturance. Right. So you're saying, well, thanks so much for offering that, and I, I really honor it or receive it in a different way, but I'm not going to eat it. And then sometimes people still keep saying it. And so you just keep repeating the same thing. Yeah, that's a great and example. And they really stop. Yeah. You know? And they still feel like you honored them and you were caring, you know, but you didn't put something in your body that was actually contrary to what you knew was right for it. I mean, that's just such, it's a real everyday example I think people deal with all the time. And they're not thinking, oh, I want to sabotage your diet. Right. You know, they're, they're just thinking, hey, I made this and I, I want you to try it. Yeah. And you're just saying, well, thank you so much for offering. So what you're saying is don't say, I, I don't eat that crap. <laughs> right. Yeah, and don't say, oh, no thanks, you know, and be... Mm. seem kind of snotty about it just yeah acknowledge the spirit it's coming from yeah. and you know in the course of like doing what's right for you and self-care in these action step situations where you have you know obligations and people's demands on your time 
the sweeter the delivery, the kinder, the nicer the delivery, the smoother it all goes. Because the only thing that you're really worried about if you didn't do that would be like, you know, offending somebody or being rude. What so you do just they take think of that you? out of the mm -hmm. mix? There's literally no problem. Yeah. All you have to do is just serve it up with like a huge spoonful of honey. <laughs> yeah, I love the way you uh, you gave us that that good example of how to do it. And then the third thing is actually going out and doing the things for yourself. I love that idea. Um, uh, I try to do like one nice thing for myself a week. And, and I love massages and I know not everyone can afford a massage or has the time for a whole massage every week, but damn, if you can get a massage, it's so awesome. <laughs> and just, or just a walk with a good friend or, you know, there's so many ways to, to try to incorporate, even if you're a mom and you have limited amounts of time, there's always a way to squeeze some time for yourself, maybe get up a little earlier and take sure. a run or, yeah. Um, but there is another way that I'd like to talk about, and I think you have an expertise in this. So um, I, I love the idea of going away maybe once a year on a retreat, a really special retreat. And whether you go with other people or go by yourself as sort of a, an exercise in independence and, and really getting having some quality time with yourself. Yeah. Talk about the importance of retreat and then talk about your awesome retreat that you have coming up in the fall. What a nice segue. Um, I think retreat is crucial in so many ways. It's funny because I was just talking to my husband about him taking a, a spiritual retreat, me having a little spiritual retreat just for a couple days, you know, just to give you that that time for yourself. And whether you share a retreat with, a, you know, family or friends or partners or not, when we leave our day-to-day -day environment and we go somewhere beautiful that already is feeding us you know mm -hmm. whether it's through the ions released in the ocean or the time outside all of that when we go we're giving ourselves the message wow you're really worth a really special treat and then we have all these new experiences and those feed us for the rest of the year or the months. They open new things up. They open new ways of thinking, creativity, healing. And it's a testament to, I do care for myself. I do feel I'm worthy of treats. Um, I have a the ultimate treat in my world anyway, coming up October 11th to 17th of this year, 2015. I'm taking a group to the Bahamas to swim with wild dolphins. Oh, sounds awesome. Amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Nothing like it. We get up. There's morning yoga, if you like. There's um, delicious, healthy food prepared for you so we don't have to worry about food, which is nice. We have some workshops that I teach around joy. We also have my husband teaching a workshop on how to see auras, which is his specialty. And um, we really, on this retreat, we step into the essence of bliss, and it's called Unleash Your Bliss. So you find what's, what's bliss for you through these workshops. We have a major self-love intensive in there, too. 
And then every day we go out on this beautiful state-of-the-art catamaran to out in the middle of the ocean with super experienced crew captain. These people are expert at what we're doing. And we go to where wild dolphins that I've swam with many times hang out. And we're not infringing on their time eating. We're not infringing on their sleep. It's their play area. And they know that we're going to come out there. And they like it. And so we just slide in the water and they want to interact with us. So what is it about dolphins that helps facilitate this? This, You know, it's a cool question. I Dolphins and whales are kind of like... I don't know. My special friends, I guess. <laughs> well, they're mammals. Yeah, they're... I, I'd like to think. Yeah. And I've met a lot of dolphins and a lot of whales in the water all around the world. And these particular dolphins in in the Bahamas, this, per, these, this particular pod that we see, which pods, you know, they have some members that are in and out, but they're generally a group. These particular dolphins, to me, are master healers. The last time I took a group there on retreat, uh, it was absolutely incredible the transformative experiences people had. It, It was everything from spontaneous healing to amazing emotional healing to huge spiritual epiphanies. And... There's just nothing like it. And because we're in the water, which is such a conductive medium, I think that we get to absorb more of this really joyful, loving, just kind of out of this world energy. And we're just wide open because we're swimming with the dolphins. And they're heart-centered to the nth degree. So we just basically crack our hearts wide open. That sounds amazing. (laughs) What a unique and wonderful opportunity for retreat. So uh, how do we find out more about you and more about this awesome dolphin retreat and and your book and everything? You find me at amyleemercree.com, which is spelled A-M-Y-L-E-I-G-H-M-E-R-C-R-E-E. And then dot com. And you find everything about me there from my book, to the the dolphin retreat is listed under the retreats tab, and um, that's the place. It has everything. Oh, that sounds so fun! I'm going to take a look at it right now, and yeah. look at my calendar and see if I can swim with some dolphins. I have uh, always wanted to do that. I think it sounds like so such an amazing, amazing retreat. Yeah, it's amazing, and these particular dolphins, there's just nothing like them, and I would be so honored to get to be a part of your journey, you know, with the dolphins. That sounds great. Well, thank you, Amy. You have a wonderful Valentine's Day and give your cute husband a a special kiss and hug for us. I will. All right, take care. Thanks for listening to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. If you haven't had a chance to check out my new book, Back to Happy, A Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up, I hope you will. You can find it on Amazon in paperback and on Kindle. 
For more information, please visit my website at www.connybowman.com. If you know anyone who is having a tough time, this book has nine solid ways that brought me back to happy after the loss of my daughter, Megan. This book is what worked for me, and if I can help even one other person, it'll all be worth it. Back to Happy, A Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up by Connie T. Bowman. That's me.